Support for this podcast comes from Frito-Lay in the 2023 Snack Bracket Championship. The Frito-Lay Snack Challenge is underway, and fans are voting on their favorite snacks to crown champion. We're talking about primetime matchups between the best 64 snacks in the land. Will Ruffles Ridges reign supreme? Can Doritos defend their dynasty? Or will Smart Food use their smarts for a surprise upset? Only you can decide. Get in on all the action for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. Let your snacks be heard. Just go to frito to vote and enter for a chance to win. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends April 3rd, 2023. Void but prohibited. Years worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. Hey everybody, how you doing? Well, that's good. Welcome to the very last Spotify Live Flyers post game of the 2021-22 season. My name is Bill Matz. I am your director of fun and games for the evening. How sweet it is. It's finally over. We are free and they lose in regulation. They give us a little scare there. Uh, the Devils lose, so had they won... You know, they, they could have moved up to fifth to last in the league and kind of hurt their draft lottery odds. But now they are in fourth and they have a chance. It's a slim chance because it involves the Seattle Kraken winning two games in a row. Uh, but they have a chance, I believe, to fall to fourth in the league uh, or fall to third. I, I'm already confusing myself. They're in fourth and can fall to third. I think that's right. Whatever it is. They didn't fuck themselves. They give up that power play goal at the end. They give up another um, empty net goal to make it 4-2. And I believe J.J. said it was the 27th empty net goal they've given up this year. They've scored 30 power play goals. I don't know what the comparison normally is. I don't know what the elite teams have. But it is fucking hilarious that they gave up as many empty net goals as they scored power play goals. They're plus three. (laughs) That is absolutely insane. But, like, if you look at every stat about this team, they're insane. Uh, JVR finishes with 24 goals. That's the lowest total for any flyer in a uh, season with at least 80 games. And, like, one of the five lowest totals ever, without a doubt. Um, maybe four lowest I had, I wrote it down the other night. It was in the post game story, but it's just uh, like the ineptitude, the ridiculousness, but we are free. I have cracked a beer. I am enjoying an ice cold Miller light on this beautiful Friday night. Cause the Flyers season is over. They have completed all 82 games. We made it. Let's go to the phones. Let's lead it off with Harris Barnes. Harris, you're live on the post game. Uh, Bill, how are you? I'm very well tonight. How are you, Harris? I'm uh, doing all right. Didn't watch uh, too much of the game. Saw, luckily, the uh, Senators got the um, the game winner in regulation. So yeah, that's a good thing. Where do you think do you think TK gets traded, and where do you think he gets traded, and does he become uh, Justin Williams or Patrick Sharp? <laughs> I have to say, I always like Patrick Sharp is understandable because he hadn't done anything at the NHL level. Like Justin Williams, you knew he was good. He just got hurt a bunch and they just like they're in and 
Ken Hitchcock doesn't like young players. So, uh, like, I always think Patrick Sharp's a little more understandable, and Justin Williams is the one they really screwed up. I don't know. Um, It's – I expect there to be a lot of moves, and TK is a guy who actually has some value, and if they're going to bring in players, you have to give to get. Um, I'm torn on Travis a lot. I want to keep him and let him be the good second liner that he is because if you get a good first line, he's perfectly fine. Um, It's just like they don't don't have a first line, so I don't know. Uh, I think they're going to throw a lot at the wall this offseason – and kind of we're going to wake up, uh, you know, at training camp and go, what the fuck is this team? Um, yeah, it's so if uh, Seattle wins their last two games, then the Flyers go down to third. Or yeah, they could go to third. I have it in front of me now. Uh, Flyers are fourth to last at 61 points and 20 regulation wins. Seattle has two games left. They're at 58 points, 22 regulation wins. So if they were to win both. Uh, I guess even if they were to tie with us, is that 58-90? They'd have to win both to pass us, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, so you just got to hope that Dave Haxtell gives them some good dressing room speeches and Jordan Eberle or whoever's playing out there for Seattle just score some clutch goals, right? That's all you have to hope for is a, uh, a Dave Haxtell team to really come through for us here. Yeah, and um, you're right. I mean, those um, whatever amount of – is it 11 OTL uh, OTLs for the Flyers? Yeah. Yeah, Chicago ended up with, oh, wow, some teams really ended up piling up some overtime losses at the end because the Flyers were, with 11, had the most or tied for most all year. The Ducks and now there's, yeah, there's a bunch with 11. Uh, Chicago and Washington have 12, San Jose 13, Anaheim 14. So, yeah, that's wild. Um. But still way too many. Like, they could be in last place if not for the overtime losses. Yeah, well, well they prob- they would be close. I-, I think they might not have caught um, Montreal and Arizona because, like, those teams decided as soon as at some point they were like, yep, we're back to where we we know what the assignment is and we have. <laughs> Arizona has a negative 107 goal differential. Montreal's negative 98. Like, that's insane. And, and that's factoring that, like, Montreal like played very well for a two week stretch, so like it was way worse. Yeah. It won. Yeah. Um, like I know it, the draft is best player available, um, but they're picking so high where the player that they pick is likely NHL ready within a year. Maybe he doesn't play in his D plus one, but probably is on the ro- roster in his D plus two. Do you think um, it'll be a forward? Do you think it'll be a defense? I think there's better forwards at the top, but like Nemich from Slovakia, if he's there, that's really intriguing, a big offensive right shot. But knowing the Flyers, they'll take Juracek, who's a physical two-way right shot, and then he won't actually produce anything at the NHL level. Yeah, I would love an offensive defenseman, a guy who can play on the top pair, because you really need one of those. Uh, You can't go anywhere without one. Uh, But... Man, they're, they're depleted everywhere. Like, they don't have a first line. They don't have a first pair. Uh, yeah. They have so little. They could take a goalie for all I care. Like, they could, they they need everything. Yeah, and do they have any – well, I mean, Ather, I guess, but he's not, like, insanely high. And do they have any other right shots in the pool that – 
like that could play top pair minutes anytime soon. Uh, top pair minutes, like I don't see it. Um, I just don't think like it would have to be someone coming out of nowhere to do it. Like, oh wow, yeah, they oh, he just blew up. Like if a Phil Myers type suddenly just you know totally hit. Uh, I don't see anybody else capable of playing those top pair minutes anywhere in the organization. Um, so what do you, other than the season, like obviously the season is over, what are you most looking forward to about like moves the team makes in the off season? I'm really just, I'm looking forward to seeing what the plan is. If they really believe that they can fix it in one season, like that's kind of crazy. Or if it is a little bit more deliberate, if it's, okay, yeah, we went out and got a free agent and we made a trade, but we're kind of going to leave some spots for some young guys to evaluate them um, and then make it not a rebuild, but a retool that's based a little bit more in logic and reason than like, oh, yeah, we can just fix this this offseason. Like, and they can't. So I'm just looking forward to seeing what the plan is more than anything. And selfishly, like I really, especially if we're doing this, I really want Johnny Goudreau. Like I just want to see him play here. So you'd be fine with them like just giving or offering Johnny the bag. Yeah. Even if it's like a, like 2 million overpaid, like they're going to have to offer that, like make a big move or something. Um, And then over under Ryan Ellis, uh, 50 games over or under next year. Oof. I'm going over, but barely. Like, my goal is 60 to 65. Like, that's what I want to see him play. Uh, anything more is, I think, expecting it is insane. Um, but that's a great question, man. It's You have to have the utmost optimism to say over. And I don't even think I have that. It's just like, uh, what's... What's going to happen if he doesn't? Like, I don't want to even live in that world yet, so I'm going to say over. And JVR comes one away from 25, but he got 24, and he, he did show other GMs that they can still sort of score. Yeah, and that's uh, that's what matters is figuring out that, and thanks a lot, Harris. Um, get, getting rid of JVR, figuring out how to move on from that $7 million, um, it's huge. He had a nice little end of the season, scored some goals, got his total up to a respectable number, uh, some power play goals, showed what he can do again. He's that guy. He's not the 30-goal scorer, but he can be, you know, like imagine if we had a functional power play. He could be at 28, no problem, you know? So uh, hopefully someone just makes that investment. Uh, let's go to Jeff Walber. Jeff, you're live. Jeff, you're muted. All right, let's see if we can get Jeff back up. Uh, Oh, Steph is here. Steph, what's up? Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. 
All right. Sorry about that, everybody. The room crashed. Uh, it's back up now. Steph, I'm going to bring you in. We had a whole line of callers, and we oh, lost them. And that's very, that's very annoying. But we're getting uh, people piling back in, so hopefully we build up that little queue we had. Um, that was a huge pain. I'm This fucking thing. I wish there was a Spotify as well. And then we'd have something awesome. Oh, you didn't change your chair. Yeah, there's stuff all over Ava's chair. I wasn't going to change it out. Uh, Jeff Wolber, Jeff, you're live. All right. Can you hear me now? I got you, yes. Right, sorry, my entry on the last call was apparently the equivalent of Keith Yandel on the power play getting past the puck. <laughs> the entire system just collapsed instantly. Everything falls apart. Right. I... Anyway, Bill, what a shitty season. I haven't even really been – I've been checked out for the most part, but I figured out what the problem is. After a careful diagnosis, I've determined that the problem with the Flyers' entire team is that they've been playing with pool noodles instead of hockey sticks for the entire season. And it's only until just now that I've realized that. You know, it We've would explain a lot. Them. It would explain a lot. It looks like hockey sticks. But the real, the reality here is that these are pool noodles they're playing with, and that explains why they can't make a simple pass at all in any circumstance. Every single goal is like a fluke goal that they accidentally pass the wrong way into the net. It's ridiculous. You know, for a team that loves to pass as much as they do, they're horrible at it. You'd think they'd be good at it. Like right. they get, a, they get enough practice doing it. It's fucking insane watching this team play offense. It's one of the things I liked most about the Owen Tippett pickup is, you know, he doesn't have the shooting percentage you want, but he's got the right idea. Fucking shoot. I, I love all the new guys, man. I like McEwen. I actually like Sandheim now. I feel like he's actually stepping into a decent defensive role. But, you know, it just is a shitty season. What are you going to do? And finally, I was just going to say the uh, – the Devils are going to get the first-round pick because we swapped spots with them. Whoever we swap spots with, they're going to get the first-round pick, and we're going to get, like, bumped. It's just karma. It's – I mean – and thanks a lot, Jeff. It is uh, – did anyone – Steph, did you see the pregame thing the other day where they were laying out the lottery odds, and the dude doing it was straight up doing, like, a mad money impression? It was absolutely hilarious. I but, didn't see it. Uh, it was like, even with them, if they finish fourth – their best odds are the fifth pick. Like, how is that fucking possible? <laughs> I I was watching this game tonight. I had to tweet from the Broad Street Hockey account. So, uh, sorry, not sorry for all of the TikToks that I did during the second period. Um, where was I? Where was I going with this? What were we talking about? You were tweeting the game. I was tweeting lottery odds, lottery odds. Oh, oh. And I kind of decided I might not like hockey anymore. And then I remembered, <laughs> um, no, cause this doesn't really count as hockey. <laughs> yeah. When you turn on the games on Monday, you will be reminded that what we just watched was not actually hockey. It's not what I was yelling hockey. at Char. It's what I was yelling at Charlie about on, uh, 
on the last show, and I was like, I'm not evaluating any of these players because they're not playing in the NA in the NHL right now. These are fake games. Yeah, I, you know, like I was even impressed. the Penguins game. They're trying not to get hurt. You know what the Penguins cared about? Not getting hurt for Monday. Yeah. Um. Same with the the Panthers. I mean, they didn't they just lose like freaking crazy to Montreal? Yeah, they didn't play anybody. I bet on Montreal. It was it was great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't dislike hockey. I just dislike whatever the fuck we just watched tonight. I was impressed with Bobby Brink though. Like that kid, you know, he wanted that goal, his first NHL goal so bad. And I was really torn on, um, whether I wanted him to get it tonight or not, because I just kind of want to wash this entire season from memory. And if there was like, Oh, well, next season he's going to get his second NHL goal. Like, I don't I don't want to remember this season. I, I want to start with a fresh slate next year. No, I was thinking, like, one, I didn't want him to score because I wanted the Flyers to lose in regulation. And two, I was like, I want it for him. It would be cool if he were to get it. But, nah, next year, next year sounds a lot better. You know, fresh yeah. start, fresh slate for everybody. Uh, Kelly is here as well. I just saw her. No, she's Art? gone again. Kelly J. I was going to bring her in and now she's not in the queue anymore. So we are going to bring in, I'm trying to remember who was in line before the show crashed. Um, let's just, uh, let's go to Warren Brody. He's at the top of the list. Warren, you're live. Good evening, everyone. Uh, I want to wish everyone a happy summer. Uh, I, the scary thing I heard today was Mike Yo wants to come back as coach. So I hope, Someone remembers to tell him that he's fired. Yeah, I want to be the coach too, Warren. You know what's not like? <laughs> I, I think mean, I actually have a chance, though. I mean, I I don't know. I mean, after watching this team since he's he's been coach, <laughs> I don't see. I mean, him. what did this is just brutal? Oh, oh my How God. many games what? did they even win with Yo? Like, like six. Um, it's, it's real. It might be single digits. It it might be. What did they say on the broadcast tonight? Something about how yo said this is the most difficult season he's ever had to endure. And like, yeah, same, but you know what we don't have your millions of dollars, Mike, yo, Mike, yo, in 59 games went 17, 35 and seven for 41 points. Uh, that's a three forty seven points percentage points percentage. Below 350. So what what did you think about all those awards that they taped the awards tonight? They didn't do it live. Uh, I mean. And that, I, at, at free, half price food tonight? Uh, uh, I what, guess. What, what the hell is going on here? I guess they didn't want. I guess they taped it because they didn't want people booed. Is that what happened, Steph? I didn't see. I only saw the last like 10 minutes of the game. I was guest bartending at a charity event in my uh, in, 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 at my old high school. Um, I was finishing my episode of Weeds, so I was six minutes <laughs> late to the show, to the show, to the game. Yeah, they didn't, uh, they didn't show it. They did it this afternoon. They did the award ceremony this afternoon. They taped This it. afternoon? Oh, I, wow. Yeah. They, they there was didn't no even fans do it there. in front of the fans. There were no fans. No. No. Oh, yeah, I didn't they see They didn't want to get booed. They didn't want to get booed. That and you know what? Yeah. You know what? The people wouldn't have. Well, I don't think they went through the game. When they were really pushing 
after they scored that second goal. There was a let's go Flyers chant. There was a very loud let's go Flyers cheer. And like, yeah, I mean, they wouldn't have booed. Not loudly. No, I think, I think at this point people are just wanted the season to end. And, uh, you know, after the game, the players were skating around the ice, you know, acknowledging the fans and the fans were cheering for them. Believe it or not. I did hear some boos. I did, I did hear well, some boos. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I didn't go to the game tonight. I was my, I ignored my ticket broker who's been trying to get me back for next year. I'm, I'm not, it's just throwing money down the toilet at this point. Yeah. But, that's, uh, that's what I've heard uh, from a lot of, a lot of season ticket I can't, holders. I can't do it. It's too frustrating yeah. to go watch. Yeah. And in the fact, I'll be honest with you. If I had, I had to go out and watch Keith Yandel seven times this year, uh, and I'm not sure if I missed all of Nate Thompson's games. But some of these guys they brought in who AV wanted, that, that's a freaking joke. And that's on Fletcher. I'm sorry. This is all on him. His mess. He should be fired. You know what, you know what Warren? I agree with that, and thanks a lot. Uh, it is – if Elaine Vigneault was going to have the leash that he had, you can't let him dictate the off like, – Oh yeah, we really need that uh, Nate Thompson like you know locker room presence. Fuck you, you don't get to make the choices if you're going to be fired in December. Like if what? they really wanted to commit to the guy, which you know whether they did or didn't, it didn't matter. I, who cares? But it, don't fire him then if you think he should have had that sort of this team. It's what leads me to believe there's not really a plan. They just kind of react to shit. Yeah, that's a really good point. I didn't even, until Warren said it right now, I didn't even, like, it didn't dawn on me that, yeah, a bunch of these bums were AV's guys, and that's why they're yeah. here. I, it didn't, it just didn't even dawn on me. And now, my my little peaceful, the season is over moment is now rage once again, <laughs> because I'm mad all over again. You know, I do. I will, and we'll get back to the calls in a second. Uh, I do. I will say, um, I'm glad the fans cheered during the end of season salute because it's like, it's like when when you shake hands at the end of a fight. Like, listen, I'm mad, and I said a lot of things, and I'm continu- going to continue to say a lot of things, but it's over, and you guys tried. You just stink. Like, uh, you know. Like, yeah, and I'm, it's not first at all. Like we don't dislike yeah. them as humans. We just dislike their job performance. Yeah, like and the seat that that final, you know, final horn goes, season's over. Yeah, clap. You know, you tried. You did something dangerous for my entertainment. Uh, we're gonna go to Anna. Anna, you're live. So I feel duped. I've been a fan for five seasons now, and my first game was the first game of the 10-game win streak. So I came in with, like, these high expectations of this is what's following the team is like, and you win all the time, and it's awesome and a lot of fun. And ever since then, it's just been a steep decline. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Yeah. All the people who haven't been fans, like, their entire lives, I feel bit that you don't even have, like, the good memories to look back on. Sure like, yeah, I wasn't not, there for like, What is your anchor? What is your anchor to this fucking team? <laughs> 
Do you, do you want my answer? My answer right now is my paycheck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm joking, but I'm moving to the town next to Newark, uh, where the Devils play, and I'm going to retain my Flyers fanship. And I'm not sure that's a good idea. I mean, if your other choice is the Devils, I mean, that's flip a really a coin, good point. I guess. Actually. Yeah, you flip can't, a coin. You can't go wrong there. Um. Yeah, I mean, you're probably going to meet more Flyers fans up there than you will Devils fans anyway. I might, yeah. <laughs> the, the Devils arena is actually really nice. I like going there for away games, for Flyers away games. I went to a Flyers-Devils game one time up there. It was really fun. Yeah. The, the, the arena is just, I don't know, it's nice. I don't know what it is. about the, Something about the it's light. It's like compact because it's in the middle of a city. Yeah. Yeah. I had a really good burger across the street from there once. Little bar. It's a good place. I don't have much more to say about Newark, I don't <laughs> think. Yeah. yeah. Only right. because, Thanks like, a lot, Anna. It's Newark. I'm sorry, Anna. Uh, let's go to Patrick Reedmiller. Patrick, you're live. Hey, Bill. Hey, Steph. How you doing? Hey. How are you tonight? Last time, Bill, but it's worth it. Uh. Keep- Keith Yandel, it's over with. End of an era. Rest in peace. All that future head stuff. coach. Yeah, yeah, future head coach. Team, we're, we're on team chaos at this point, aren't we? Yeah. Oh yeah. I really don't like one. How much worse could he be? Uh, it's not like he'd be a worse coach than player, and it's not like he'd be a worse coach than anyone we've had in here in the last ten years. And I honestly think. Yeah, you know, if everyone's if ever if what everyone says about his uh, intangible value is true, that means he's got to be a good coach. Yeah, maybe maybe he can come in and be like that players' coach and get these guys going. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> I mean, I don't want it to happen here, but go go, go somewhere else yeah, first. Somewhere maybe. else, like we want we want the the next Marty St. Louis. Not Keith Yandel. I mean, what's the difference? Well, you don't know. Well, well, Marty I mean, St. Louis well, never coached anywhere before either. That's yeah, but, true, but he was but, a good hockey player. Yeah, Keith but, Yandel yeah. was a good hockey player at one point. It was just a while ago. <laughs> I mean, he was one of AV's boys, and that was the whole goal this year: get get a Kevin Hayes' best friends, and we all got super excited. And now here we are. Hoping for some of them worked out. Cam Atkinson worked out. Uh, yeah, I'm not mad at him. I want him to stay for this thing. Me too. Absolutely. I, I, I love what he's done and for the for this team this year. Like, yeah, he can be on my team any day. And exactly. and Zach McEwen, of course, he can stay. I would love for Zach McEwen to stay. I was actually thinking about this like yesterday. Like, who, who on this team? Like, who am I not sick of? Like, who do I not – like, who do I don't hate Carter the Hart. idea of coming back next season? And it was, like, Carter Hart, Sean Couturier, Cam Farabee. Atkinson, Joe, definitely Joel Farabee, uh, Carter Hart. That might be where my list ends. Yeah, I mean, they, they're going to have to bring a lot of guys back because, you know, there's yeah. a lot of salary constraints here. Yeah. Uh, I just – 
Yeah, so like I guess I hope they get rid of as many guys as possible. So talking about the future, I guess next season. So tomorrow should be interesting if it's a breakdown day and we get Chuck Fletcher's press conference. I really hope we get an answer for the direction he's going to go, but like it's it's probably not going to be like that good of an answer. But it's yeah, going to be interesting. It's going to be a lot like the last press conference. Regardless of what they say, we're not going to like it. Um, I just hope we get, I hope we get a little bit more clarification on things like Ryan Ellis, uh, and just like what the fuck is going on. You know, like I, I, even if you don't, is he going to be ready for training camp? We don't know, but like, all right, tell me there's a plan then. Yeah, because, like, we're in the debate retool versus rebuild, and if, like, they, they want to run it back, that it's going to have to be, like, Kevin Hayes comes back and is, like, he's our second-line center doing good, Coots and Connecting are back, and they're, like, they're doing good on the first line. Tippett works out in the top six. Brink works out in the top six. Morgan Frost has, like, a big off season and comes back and starts putting up points. Like, that, that's, a lot of, that's a lot of unknowns. Like, we don't know if that's going to happen or not. Yeah, I don't think they're going to dip- – like, I think there won't be as much dependence on unknowns. I, I do think they're going to try to make moves. I don't know if they're going to be good moves, but I think they're going to try to have more known quantities in the lineup than Morgan Frost. Oh Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I guess we're at wait and see as always, but that always sucks because it's always fear of the unknown with this team at this point. Sure. Considering how the last two years has went. But also, I fear the known. Like, I know what this team is. Even at full strength, I know it's mediocre. But, yeah. like, we have a bunch of dudes coming back. Like, Wade Allison will be coming back. Will he? And if he does, that, that's how many another games problem, though. Play? The injuries. Like, that, that scares me. Excellent point. Points were made. I'm going to go back on mute. Proceed. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like, guys getting hurt, the medical staff, it's like, you're probably right, Bill. Ellis is going to play like what, fifty to sixty games at best. Like, hopefully, it's it's it's. Yeah. I feel like it's a hip issue or something. We're going to find out tomorrow, hopefully, and maybe I feel like Joe Faraby's probably banged up too. People keep saying core, and that could be you know anything <sighs> from your nipples to your dick. So, <laughs> uh, just what we need another guy with core muscle surgery. Core could be like groin too, so you know. He's got a yeah. big groin. He just needs to do what Yager did when he was here and get acupuncture all the time or something, you know? Yeah, and I hope we get some clarification. Thanks a lot, Patrick. I hope things start to get sorted out and just there's a sensical plan in place. Uh, oh, Kelly's here. What's up, Kelly? Ankle, hello. hello. Oh, hello. there she is. I had a little glitchy problem. How's it going, guys? Very well. Season's over. It's party time. I could not sit out on the next or on the last post game of the season. So I like got into my apartment from the game and immediately dialed up. I tried to do it in the car actually and it wouldn't. Are you killing Fapa? He's just he's got a lot of thoughts. (laughs) Um yeah, so being at the game was um interesting. It was like a very weird mix of people earnestly cheering on the team and not giving even a little bit of a shit. It was, That's, it was there was weird. I, like the actual crowd there is always a little different than like, say maybe our audience. So uh, 
I, I wasn't totally surprised, like we said, in the third period, there was a very uh, audible let's go Flyers chant yeah. going uh, when the game is at 2-2. Um, I always expect a little bit more of the, you know, you're there, you paid to be there, you might as well be part of it sort of fan. Uh, yeah. But I, I was happy, like, did you stay, the, the team uh, salutes the crowd at the end. It was cheers. There was cheers, and then there was, I'm disappointed to say, some boos as they were going off the ice, which was kind of a bummer because Keith Yandel was um, very clearly doing, like, a this is my last professional hockey game type of thing. Like, he was hugging all the guys as they came off the ice. He gave a big hug to Kevin Hayes at the end. Um, and there was, like, a smattering of boos as they were coming off the ice, which is, I mean, yeah. like, I get it, but also it's like, all right, like, they know. That's- they know. Yeah. Like, you, no, that's, come on. Like I said earlier, it's like uh, when you shake hands at the end of a fight. Like, you know, I'm mad at this team and everything, but it's over. Like, there's yeah. nothing. There's nothing left to boo. Uh, no. But this is part of part of the thing with Yandel is like <laughs> Warren was booing in this house. Warren. Yeah. <laughs> part of the thing with Yandel is like we have no attachment to this guy. That was always the flaw with this thing with Yandel is like. We don't care. All he is to us is some shitty guy. And I don't mean shitty guy like shitty human. I just mean no, I know. a yeah. shitty hockey player. Like, that's all he is to us is a guy who doesn't belong on the ice. There's no other attachment. We didn't watch his career. We don't care. And so, I, you know, he wants to have that moment. If he really wanted to have it, he should have demanded a trade to Arizona. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I... I'm glad that I went to the game. There was actually more of a crowd than I was expecting. It looked way fuller than I was expecting. I really expected it to be like, you know, maybe a third full, but I would say it was probably about a solid half full, which was, I thought was nice. Um, I'd say a solid half. That's what it looked like on TV. Yeah. The half price food was nice. I had myself a discounted hot dog and a discounted pretzel. That was pretty cool. There you go. Um, I, I mean, I guess it's a nice little last minute thing for not doing a fan appreciation night which is kind of weird um but yeah I mean I don't know this this game was kind of like the perfect way I think for the season to end it was just like an unremarkable not very exciting hockey game that they lost where it was another where the whole fuck have I been this year they didn't do a fan appreciation night Apparently they did a season ticket holder appreciation night at some point, but no, they did not do like a standard fan appreciation night. Whoa. What the fuck? Yeah. You know what? You know what? I'm fine with it. I don't appreciate them. They don't appreciate me. (laughs) We're going to go our separate ways and talk again in September. Like that's, that's totally fine with me. We do do kind of, yeah. We need to take a break. I will see you in the preseason. Like, see, I disagree. I think that they should be giving us all money for having to watch them. That's our fan appreciation. Uh, you know what? We didn't have to. I mean, we did, but we all, like, SB Nation sends us money because we watch them. So, like, everyone else, you That's did that true. of your own volition. You could have quit. Lots of people I'm- did. You know how many people come on this show every other night and go, yeah, I didn't watch the fucking game. Here's what I think. Uh, <laughs> it, it's half the callers, so you don't have to watch. No, you definitely don't. You sure? Papa is getting Kelly, that cat. Bears. Is I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm very hilarious. No, because I was out for several hours, and when I leave the house, he gets upset with me, and then when I come home, he yells at me about it. 
So that's what we're doing right here. Backwards and put him in that hood right now. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right, I'm going to take. I'll let you guys get back to the callers. Thank you. We're going to take Nikki Hall. Nikki, you're live on the post game. Jeez, and I thought my cat was vocal. (laughs) Well, this Fapa, Kelly's cat, every time we go to record the podcast, immediately like jumps up on her laptop and like starts meowing into the microphone like every single week for five years. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Oh my God. It's the same deal with Romeo. It's like, I literally, literally the minute I wake up, I like, I'm not even awake. Not even that. I go up to use bathroom, go up to do something. He's literally at the door. He knows where the food is too. And he's clawing there, meowing, screaming, pleading for me to feed him. Like I will feed you when I get around to it. Like we get chill out. Cats never believe that they've been fed enough. No, they don't. And if it was up to them, we'd be feeding them 24 hours a day. All the time. Yeah, I've just started using my cat's food as, like, their treats, and they're fine with it. Oh, my God. They're fine with it. They're little kibbles. They're their treats now. Hey, that's uh, it's something. But um, <laughs> not that you're too far off topic. Um, yeah, no, I'm both happy... I mean, there's, I'm a little sad, but I'm definitely happy that this season's over. Like, yeah, I'm a little sad it's the end, but, you know, after how this season had gone with all the expectations everybody had and basically, like, the way it started to how it ended, it's just, like, I mean, I, was just, I actually have the standings up right now. We're sitting at 61, so basically I think every other team finished up. So... If Seattle, I, mean, I know the worst we can get is fourth, but Seattle has a everyone is done tonight except for Seattle and Winnipeg play one more game Sunday. Everyone's off tomorrow. Yeah, pretty much. And this Kraken are sitting at fifty-eight points. All they got to do is win the final two games, and they're chilling with sixty-two points. That moves us into the third slot, and we get a top three pick. Kraken are up one nothing ten minutes into the first. Yeah. All right, well, let's fingers fingers crossed that that uh, they can maintain this lead and they don't. And of course, they're probably going to find some way to blow it. But you know what? Let's remain faithful for them because we can't remain faithful for the for, for our team. <laughs> Dave Hackstall, he can get it done. Hopefully, anyway. But yeah, no. As far as the off season goes, you know, like someone said, I really hope Yondo retires. Like, oh, he's done. He, I think he's just done. And as far as Yo and Fletcher go, like. They need, like, obviously, Yo needs to freaking go, okay? Like, there's I, I, no, I mean, they kept the interim tag on him. He had a three, he had a sub 350 points percentage in the 59 games he was the head coach. Mm-hmm. You, I, everybody in this post game has a better chance of coaching the Flyers next year than Mike Yo. I mean, if he was I'm the definitely... best coach in the league and they blamed everything on injuries, they still couldn't bring him back because optics. You can't bring back a guy who lost basically every game. Oh, my Lord. Um, but, I mean, if I could go for an ideas for head coach, one of mine stuff being a head coach. <laughs> it could. What's she going to be, worse? No, better. <laughs> I'd be for it. Definitely not worse. They couldn't be worse. Um, and then as far as, like I've been saying with Fletcher, I think I sound like a broken record at this point, but like he needs to figure out the situation or someone needs to tell him to pack his stuff and get out and bring somebody in who can. Cause like, until we can figure out the situation, we're just going to be stuck in this endless cycle of torture and pain. And quite honestly, I don't know how much more I can take of it. I feel you, Nikki. It's going to be, I'm looking forward to seeing the first couple of moves they make. 
just to see what the plan is. Uh, but I'm kind of – I have very little optimism that Fletcher is the guy for this job, and mm. I have less less optimism that the Flyers see that. No, and honestly, the one thing that – I mean, you know, the one thing that I definitely can say without a doubt is that, like, you know, I would – Really love to see what's going on with the the situations that we have between the medical staff and Ryan Ellis and everything else. Of course, I know that's going to get addressed one way or another. Um, but yeah, but uh, that's pretty much all I have. But I, and I also wanted to thank you, and obviously for the few shows that Kelly and Steph have made. You know, I appreciate all of you and having these post games. Like, I'm not gonna lie, I'm gonna miss these, but uh. I'll see you guys, what, in September for preseason? Pretty yeah. much. And we appreciate it, Nikki. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah. We... I got to tell you, I might be doing I might be doing Panthers games post games. I don't have any life. Go for it. So you guys might be might Get be getting them. like a a shitty non Bill non Flyers post game experience. Get them downloads. Playoffs. There's there's plenty of nights. <laughs> there's plenty of nights during the playoffs where I'll be drinking, and if I see a, a, a post game start, I'll jump in. I am also not opposed to just jumping on here and talking to people because I like that, and I don't want to watch more hockey games right now. So. It's it's a real fine line. Like I want to watch the playoffs because they're gonna be so good. And also, like I need a fucking break from this sport that I hate so much I right think now. I, I uh, need to J- wait a round out. I think I know that the first round is usually so freaking that's, good. The oh, first God. round is the first so round's good. the best one. The to- the cocaine tolerance is the lowest, and they're all the healthiest. Like by the <laughs> by the conference. By the conference finals, their brains are mashed potatoes, and they're all injured because they've blocked a thousand shots. Like the first round is the best. I mean, you're not Listen, wrong. But Bill Matz, more than anybody else on BSH Radio, needs some time the fuck off. So he does not need to do any post game. But uh, you know. well, while while we're all here, I was going to give the site next week off do we want to take a week off from the podcast or do we want to do a post-mortem and take the week after off i don't need we'll a see, week like, off from the podcast but we can figure that out later yeah, we'll see what like gets said at the press conferences and everything uh, let's go to jason h let's bring jason h aboard hey guys hello hey, how you doing tonight jason hello Steph. hi jason um Main reason I got on here was number one, which congratulate Cam Atkinson on a MVP season. I mean, <laughs> quality, no doubt about that. Um, also, kind of just to wish you guys a happy summer and um, hope you enjoy starting your summer with the Phillies being no hit. <laughs> Is that still going on? Yeah, it's top of nine. And they have no hits? Uh, no hits, Harper at the plate. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, Yesterday was too good of a day for Philadelphia. A day like today was bound to happen. Joel Embiid out indefinitely. Phillies get no hit. This is the ultimate peak and valley fucking. This is Philadelphia sports. This is it right not, here. Please Cocky and distraught. Do not talk about Joel Embiid right now. My my heart, it hurts. <laughs> Well, it's, uh, I was um, 
on uh, the MLB app right now. Uh, count one and two, no outs. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, there's where there's where you are. So um, outside that, uh, anybody got any decent summer plans? I think I might be going to SummerSlam in Nashville, but outside that, oh, outstanding. Yeah, that's. Uh, I didn't get to WrestleMania this year, so SummerSlam in Nashville may be the plan. That being said, uh, I'm an hour and a half away, and a friend's trying to convince me to get to New Japan uh, in Chicago the day before my birthday. So Fucking Chicago gets everything. This is pissing me off so bad. I might, like, I kind of want to go. Uh, like, it's I, a cheap flight, dude. It's a cheap yeah. flight. Yeah. I mean, there's, yeah. And, and here's the great thing about Chicago. You don't need a car. You can take the train. You can take the train from O'Hare right to downtown, and you're perfect. Treat yourself, William. Maybe I will. Maybe that'll be my. Maybe that'll be my graduation present. The season-ending present to myself. I think GCW is coming to Chicago that weekend too. I heard. Oh shit! Well, I might be there. You got any? You got any flyer stuff for me, Jason? Now that we've we've chased away everyone else listening. Well, yeah, when you asked about summer yeah. plans, so my big oh, summer yeah, yeah, plan, yeah. my big summer plan is I'm coming back up to Philly um, in two weeks, three weeks. For the draft party. Oh. No, I'm coming up, like, soon. Um, maybe the draft party, too. When is that? <laughs> July? Probably. July 7 is the draft. People are already asking about the draft, the draft party stuff, driver. So I feel like people you need were, to be here. Well, people were asking I'm me weeks up ago. Draft party too. Yeah, whether you come up or not, you're kind of the person who arranges these things. Yeah, you know? right. So just so you know, people are already asking about the draft party. Okay, so I will be coming back to Philly twice this summer. I was actually like before all the shit nonsense with my family. Um, I was planning to be up like once a month for a week. Like I, that's, that was my whole big plan. So unfortunately I haven't been able to do that, but I'm coming up soon. I don't have the exact dates yet, but soon. Um, and then the draft party, those are my big, my big summer plans. Um, I feel like Hinkle has some sort of adventure planned. Uh, I'm going to Halifax next week or in a week, well, a week and a half. Yeah. I'm going to Halifax. Yay. Oh, Sorry. Still there? Oh, you're good, Jason. Yep, we're still here. Oh, two outs for Muto at the plate, by the way. Outstanding. Um, uh, that being said, the, the one thing I was hockey-related I was going to say is I know there's a lot of criticism about the, the you know, um, the medical staff and, you know, keeping this guy healthy. And I'm curious if it's actually more an evaluation because Wade Allison – I mean, I, I have a friend of mine who has Western Michigan season tickets, and that's all they complained about him was being hurt. So I guess the question is, are, are we just may be acquiring a lot of guys with injury histories? I Like, that's definitely part of it. You know, there there was a point this season where it seemed like guys got hurt, they'd come back for a game and get hurt again, uh, and, and they've had bad luck with injuries the last couple of years. But there's absolutely just kind of, oh, yeah, we took a risk on a guy and didn't pay off because, you know, that's that's why Wade Allison was what he was. Like, that's why a lot that, that's why Ryan Ellis was available for fucking yeah. Phil Myers and Nolan Patrick and not a first like you gave up a first round pick plus for Rasmus Ristolainen with one year left on his deal. 
and yeah. Ryan Ellis under contract. Just like you gave up bums. Hold on. I, I someone made this. Was it you that made this argument this week, or was it on Flyperbole? But somebody did, and I just want to like just gently pump the brakes because this season has really shown that Phil Myers and Nolan Patrick are trash, but when they were traded, Phil Myers had just played, what, a full season up here, and Nolan Patrick... And he stunk. Right, but he was still, like, young and moldable, and and there was... At a certain point, you are what you are. Like, he's been in the organization a while. Phil Myers, we knew he was bad last year. Right, but the Predators may not have. Um, and Nolan Patrick, you know, was just coming back from not being around for a year. Yeah, we obviously know trash. Um, they weren't, they weren't as lowly valued then as they are now. That's, that's all I'm trying to say. They, they, they had higher value when they were traded than they do now. So I I don't really want to use that argument as to why Nashville traded Ryan Ellis to us. I mean, we, we gave them they flipped, like we they flipped. They flipped. Nolan Patrick had no value outside of maybe he's not hurt anymore. And then we'll see. Well, they and also Phil knew Myers, that they were about to flip him to Vegas. I'm sure. Yeah. Cause that happened within minutes. So it was, cares? yeah, it was basically a three way trade. They were going to flip him and get more back, like that needs to be in consideration as well. And if I'm Nashville, I absolutely take the chance on Phil Myers because I'm good at developing defensemen, but you knew what you had, like you knew what he was when you watched him all last year and he was no good. Uh, let's go to Jack Conroy. Jack Conroy, you're live. Yo, what's up, guys? Uh, what's going on, Jack? Nothing much, but first off, I just wanted to say coverage this year from you guys pretty outstanding like i was tuning into some bsh radios thinking like what the hell you guys talk about and you made that entertaining so props to you guys that it was awesome and the new edition of uh conspiracy theories has been one of my favorite things ever that's hilarious um so like what I, I as an asterisk okay. on the conspiracy theories the guy that uh, commented on Charlie's article about Shakespeare, and I was like, email me. Oh, yeah. Let's talk it out. He did yeah. email, email me, and I actually I haven't emailed him back. Uh, but we, did, we did go back and forth for a little bit, and it was awesome. I'm so glad that he did. Please, everyone, send me all of your thoughts on conspiracy theories because that is the most fun. Yeah, that's hilarious. Uh, but on the hockey side of things, I guess – uh, maybe I could end it off talking like maybe on a lighter note here, but uh, I could go either way. But I actually wanted to get your guys' favorite memory this year. Like you could say right now season over is my favorite memory. But like I was truly thinking the other day, like what was a good memory from this uh, season? And I'd have to – I'll start. I'd, I'd have to go with Kevin Hayes scoring – the goal for his brother and then, you know, pointing to the sky. I thought that was like a really good moment for the team. But do you guys have any like good moments from this year? Cause I was really thinking about it. Like there's a ton of bad. Drew night, hands down. Oh yeah. yeah that, the best time I've had at a flyers too. game in uh, God, like as long as I can remember everything about that night was great. But except for the part where it led to us. No oh, that part. 
yeah, having mm-hmm. Claude Giroux. So like that was my first thought too, because number one, they played great and it was a, a big emotional night and, and game. Um, I, I have to go back. I have to go back to October 18th, the second game of the season. Dave Haxtall makes his return oh, to Philadelphia, man. and the Flyers just fuck them up. Six to one. There's a couple God. of fights in the game. I think Ellis um, scored in that. Did Ellis score in that? Ryan Ellis scored. Justin Braun. Yeah. Oh. That was that was back. Like it, I think it might have been that game where I was like, yes, yes, this is going to be a great season. Yeah. <laughs> no, they scored so many goals to start the season. Like, they lose 5-4 in a shootout. They win 6-1, win 6-3, lose 4-2, win 5-3, win 2-1. They're 4-1-1 and one to start. That was it. That was the highlight of the season. <laughs> no, yeah, that's correct. And uh, I know Reed Miller was talking about the press conference. Oh, if that – I don't know if that's scheduled, but if if that uh, happens in the next few days, you got to do an emergency green room because I'm probably going to get on here and start yelling. And I hope uh, Charlie asks uh, Fletcher another like shocker of a question and like leaves him like, you know, kind of shaky bit because I forget what Charlie (laughs) said last press conference, but (laughs) Fletcher was like taken back by it. So hopefully he gets under his skin. But that's all I have, guys. Thanks for the season. It's been fun. Well, thanks a lot, Jack. I just looked and locker clean out and uh, exit interviews start at 8.30 in the morning. I'm so grouchy about that that I'm going to have to wake up at 8.30 <laughs> on a Saturday to cover this team. Ugh. Let's see if we Kelly, can get a few more in here. For me? <laughs> Wait, what am I doing? <laughs> I was composing a text message. Sorry. <laughs> I hope it's a text message to me. Yeah, I'll do it. Uh, okay, perfect. I don't have to wake up. Anymore. Cut you off before you could say it. Chris Madamba. Chris, you're live. Hey, how's it going? What's up, Chris? Hey, so first off, how wild is it that we're depending on a Hackstall team to be mediocre to get a good draft pick? Well, let's, let's get these two points here, Dave. I think they I think I just saw they were they're uh, winning two, two nothing, nothing now. Two so. nothing end of the first. That's amazing. Uh, but but my real question is um, for all three of you: What would you need to see this off season, considering the last three that we've seen, to consider it a success? Oh God, I don't oh, even I know. Mean, I don't know where to begin. Like they could, they could have the best off season. Like this is where I am. I'm not gonna. I'm so far – I so badly don't want to be duped again, as Anna said earlier. Um, they like they could get Connor McDavid, and I'd be like, yeah, we'll see. Like I'm not going to deem it a success until the fucking All-Star break. So here's the problem. Because I loved exact- what they did this offseason. Same. I'm the exact opposite. I feel like no matter what happens come August, I'm going to be all in again. Yeah, they'll probably get me. Yeah, they this is what do. I think today. Yeah, I mean, that's that where I was at, and that's why I asked the question. You know, every year, we're like, oh, this is going to be great, with the exception of when, um, when uh, after the bubble season, you know, where, when Fletcher did nothing. The rest were like, oh, right, Fletcher's doing amazing things. We're going to be a great 
great team and uh, not so much. I got us so Eric wondering. Gustafson. Yeah, yeah, I exactly. A, I was actually okay with them running it back that season. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't hate it at the time. Yeah, that's true. And we thought we had something great, and then it turns out uh, when we lost, what's his name? The entire thing just fell apart. Yeah, apparently Matt Niskanen is one of the five best defensemen to ever play hockey. <laughs> fucking Keystone. Fuck no. <laughs> yeah, he, he, he was a glue that kept this team together. Pronger, Lidstrom, was... or Niskanen. Exactly. Ex- exactly. Uh, well, that that's all I got. Thanks. And remember, if it flies, it spies. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. How is that the best show we've ever done? Uh, it's... Uh, it's fucking unbelievable. The birds like, and the moon. I get like <laughs> I get like two tweets about every show and that one I got like a hundred. We need we I I offered to let Will host for an episode because he was the one that came up with those questions. Um <laughs> I I think that it would be really fun to have us talk about all types of other shit because that was one of the best. It's a long summer, fam. Let's go to Wyatt Metzger. Wyatt, you're live on the post game. Hey guys, thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Um, you got start, it, Wyatt. Um, it being a, it being a fan appreciation night and everything. Bill, you actually retweeted me earlier today. Um, in visiting the family, decided, hey, let's catch the last game of the season. Uh, brought my girlfriend down, uh, brought her little four-year-old down with us. We went, did Valley Forge, went to Independence Hall, the Liberty Bell, thought, let's get the day off at Flyers game, right? Brought in a little sign for the guy, you know, to go try to get him a puck down there during warm-ups and everything. And security takes it away. Hundreds of people bring him in all day long. But, uh, you know, I guess the day at the end of the day kind of got saved a little bit. Comcast did right or wrong that that happened because security decided to be some hard asses on fan appreciation night and take away a sign that was in a four-year-old's hand as he's coming through security. But uh, Rush Joy ended up getting uh, the Flyers to send someone over to uh, come bring the little guy some ice cream, so that helped turn the tears around. But it's like, come on, guys, Game 82, you know, you guys are doing all this fan appreciation stuff tonight, and you guys are going to take a sign out of a four-year-old's hand coming through security that says, I came from my first Flyers game all the way from Texas? That's insanity. Yeah, that, like, the content of the sign is what really pissed me off. And then I got even madder when uh, somebody mentioned Sign Guy, who I just despise. I just can't stand Sign Guy. He's got an accordion folder full of signs at every game, and he sits in the second row and leans over the people in the front row to fucking put them up against the glass. And you're showing, like, a four-year-old with my first game sign. That was... As much as I'm like, I don't care about ownership, it's about the people who actually make the decisions about the team, that was one of those little things that's like, what are we doing here, boys? Like, what are we what, – what is the – no signs is not a real policy. Like, that's a lie. So what are we doing? Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. There's, there's tons of people down there with them. We're not blocking anybody with a sign. We're sitting up in the nosebleeds. You know, it's uh, you know, it's just one of those things. It's dumb. It is what it is. Um, moving on to other points that are actually like related to actual hockey. Um, you know, woo! Glad we got the 24th goal there for JVR. I got that trade value. Hopefully, moving in some kind of direction. 
Team leader, baby. Gosh, I'm so glad. I, I'm praying that's his last game. That my worst Flyers experience ever. Even I put it even above this whole sign thing is that I went to a Flyers game and JVR got a hat trick and I had to throw my hat. That was that's one of the most frustrating things that's ever happened to me in my life. It's like JVR of all people of all people, it's got to be JVR. Um, and then I'll kind of wrap up with one other thing here. Of all the people, I don't know if you guys have really started looking at all these different prospects, but you know we're looking at a top three pick here at the worst. What might fall to five or something. We really hope we get that Slavkovsky, um, the guy from Slovakia, I believe it is, the guy who had the most goals and everything in the Olympics. I just, I've, I've checked out a little bit more of his stuff. I've seen his yes. uh, workouts and stuff that he throws up on Instagram. This dude is an absolute physical beast. He was doing it against, you know, grown men at the Olympics. I think, uh, you know, if, if that's what we end up getting out of the season is, is a guy like him, maybe a Logan Cooley type, or if we're getting this Juraj, uh, I think his name's pronounced Juraj Slavkovsky. I think, uh, I think that that's that's a piece that we might have in the future that you know can work really well with therapy up there. I would like to call him Slap Chop. So yes, <laughs> let's do that. That's I am a fan of this guy, and it's solely based on his name. I just want the guy with the funny name, really, more than anything. But yeah, the more the more I read about him, the more uh, highlights I see of him. He looks like a nice player. It looks like. As long as they get in the top five or six, they really can't fuck it up. So that's encouraging. Slap chop? Like that, that like his name? That utensil? We're going slap chop. Slap chop. Like lamb chop, you know, but slap chop. It worked with you calling Farabee Frisbee, so why not? Oh, oh I did call that's him one Frisbee. Of the worst. That's, well, now I'm all That's one of the worst user. ones. Um, and they called... Oh. They called Owen Tippett Big Tipper tonight, and I was like, hmm. No, I reject that. Holy. Don't love that, but then I was like, Big Tipper and the Bees? Big Tipper and the Beezer? Oh, fuck. I gotta go. <laughs> I hate Beezer. <laughs> I hate Beezer just because, like, we already, like, there's a Beezer. Yeah, it's John Van Beesbrook. Let's not name anybody after John Van Beesbrook right now, fam. Oh, that's right. He is, like, a dick. He is uh, a dick. Yeah, so, yeah. Whatever. Brian Boucher beat him out, so fuck him. Uh, let's. Who else? Who's left? Let's go to uh, Kevbo. He's been waiting a while. Kevbo, you're live. Hey, what's up, guys? How you doing tonight? Doing all right. Um, first off, I just want to say uh, thanks for all the content you guys have put out over the years. I started following you guys around halfway through the Hacksaw era, and uh, while there hasn't been a lot of upstart in that time, uh, you know, you guys have made it more enjoyable following the team. Um. Just a few things real quick. One, the Phillies with the no-hitter. That was a combined no-hitter, so that doesn't even actually count. Um, and then after <laughs> that, I don't know no if you guys hitter. are following. Yeah, I know, but it's combined. Um, besides that, in the Anaheim Ducks and Dallas Star games, there's an e-bug in right now. I didn't know if you know that, but about oh, 10 damn. seconds into him being in, they take a penalty and put him on the penalty kill, and they go tic-tac-toe about 10 seconds into the power play. So... Surprised the Flyers didn't have an e-bug this year. God, I love an e-bug. It's the best thing really. about hockey. All right, and then, and then lastly, you guys are... Tonight? Holy shit. Oh, yeah, that's a brutal scoreline. Yeah, and then just lastly, real quick, um, regarding the medical staff, you guys are more plugged into this team than I am, so maybe you'll have an answer. Do you guys have an idea what happened to Samuel Moran this year? You know, I've been... Fit, like. His his injury was called significant, and he was going to miss a certain amount of time. 
But then it just seemed to turn into the whole season, and nothing was ever made of it. And look at, like, we're running out Yandel and Connaughton and Sealer all season. I started to wonder, like, what is is he still on the team? Uh, but I, I don't know. I think because of games played, he's actually going to become a free agent this season. But it's uh, it's weird. Uh, th- hopefully I, that guy can catch on somewhere else and have some luck and play in the league. I completely forgot about Samuel Moran. And that, like, I feel bad about it because he's a decent dude. But I would have much rather have him out there many nights instead of Keith Yandel. Yeah, I mean, regardless of what you think of Samuel Moran, he's better than three of the guys that they dressed every night. Yeah. What was – I don't even remember when he got injured. I think it was was in the preseason. There was a a report came out, and it said he was going to be out six to eight weeks. And I think Sam Moran was on Twitter saying that, like, that report was wrong, and then he just never came back. This is – That was in the preseason. It was a controversy about how his – injury was being described as like significant and how much time it was going to be. And then it was just like, yeah, he's probably out till like at least December. And then he just never came back. I mean, Ryan Ellis played more games than him. (laughs) I'm, I'm going to do some investigating and that could just be as simple as I will listen to the presser tomorrow. And if nobody asks, I will. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't think he's like a good hockey player, and like we probably shouldn't resign him next year. He's had enough chances, and unfortunately, he just gets injured. But what a nice, what a nice at least to up the people this year. Yeah, no, I would have loved to see him drop the gloves. Like fuck, I had to watch eighty-two boring games. It would have been nice to see him beat somebody up a couple of times. I mean, he could yeah. be a step. if he still wants to be a seven, he could be a seven. I don't care. Sign, sign him for league minimum. That's not something that bothers me. All right. Well, that's about it for me. Uh, once again, thanks for all the, the content this year, and uh, take care, guys. Tell me if I'm wrong. Thanks well, I don't have a problem with it. It's just I don't think he's ever healthy. So I think oh, if he's your seventh, then your seventh is really whoever your eighth is. And once you start going down the pipeline there, eight and nine, you start getting into the Connaughtons and the Sealers of the world. Yeah. Yeah. I'd rather get a more reliable seventh. You make an excellent point. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Kev. Yeah, if I was him, I would just be like, we need to go our separate ways. This clearly isn't a thing that's going to work between us. Like, maybe he can catch on and be an NHL player somewhere else. I, I it ain't going to be here. Like, it's, I, I, can't I don't know. I, you know, I, yeah, he was drafted unless, in 2013. Like, like, unless Ron Hexall wants to take him in Pittsburgh, I, I don't know. Brandon St. Randy. Brandon, you're live. Howdy, folks. At the game tonight, can we just get this – can we get this out of the way? Is JVR the biggest troll ever? Because you go through <laughs> the, the legs in Game 82. Yeah. You go through the legs, Game 82, it's a meaningless game, and you do that. Like, that is the biggest, like, exclamation point on his career as a flyer. As I, I, can I mean, that. he's – he tries it all the time. I think he tried it last game, but he finally oh, yeah. got it to work. We get like game an 9 move. Yeah, it's 2020, you know, or 22. Like we're gonna get the old, the old 2009 move from JVR. Thanks in game 82. When he, See you later. when he scored, I laughed so hard. So did I. I, laughed I took so my hard. son like, first game. 
and he got to see JVR. That was his first goal oh. he ever seen was JVR's goal. Amazing. Terrible. On the power Terrible. play. That's not that. Was I know. Great. Right. And that isn't that even better, though. That's even better. Like, hey, we figured it out. Exactly. I that was another reason why I laughed. I'm like, oh, these fuckers scored on the power play. <laughs> it was JVR. Yeah, and on now top JVR of this season, the team in goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe it does increase his. I don't say trade value because everybody knows we're trying to cut ship with that guy. But I, another thing, like real quick, like the, the people that want Johnny Gaudreau to be on the team next year and magically think that that's going to solve a majority of the problems. I don't understand that line of thought whatsoever. Like he's definitely better than Drew, but isn't that like a whole other slew of like Drew years that we're looking at? Cause we definitely don't have yeah. the personnel around him. And I, I don't understand that. Like anybody would want Johnny Gaudreau on the team, but you're going to sign another guy. Who's like, what is he 28 now or 29? I think he's 29. Yeah. Even if we're, either way, it sucks. And, yeah. and well, it's going to be a thing. seven year deal. So, it's, you know, yeah, so you're, you're fucked. But then how many more years is on the Kevin Hayes deal? And then you got Sean Gutierrez with back surgery. So you don't even – like, I, they have so many – like, how many years do I hear you guys talk on, on BSH about they have so many, like, if this, if that, if this happens. Like, and they just go into the last three years just with so many ifs. And, they, they like, how does Ryan Ellis on the back end, even healthy, drastically increase this team's possibility of getting – somewhere and 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 even if they get to the the playoffs is it an achievement like is no, it half I mean, the teams make it i mean in the east like if the east shapes up the way it did this year sure it's need an achievement points. but like but the bare minimum like my thought process with goudreau is they're gonna do something dumb so it might as well be that like i don't think they're going to rebuild which is what they need to do but so they're gonna I realize should at that. least get yeah yeah so they're not gonna think like they don't know that that's what they have to do. But so they will. I want to watch though. Johnny Goudreau. Yeah. Yeah. But you're, what's line A? Twenty three are gonna be twenty four. And I know how streaky line A is, and he's not the answer. But wouldn't you rather build on somebody that's four years younger? Or I know you can't just get him from Columbus. And I'm not the biggest Patrick Line fan by any stretch of the imagination. But you see that guy shot, and there's how many guys in the league that have that kind of release? And you know you could probably get him from Columbus for for something. You're gonna have to give up something. He's got one more year, right? And then they're gonna yeah, try I to believe pursue him. one more. But who else is there? Unless you're gonna draft talent and then say like what we're saying in three to five years, be like, okay, see what we have again. But that's that, that's a huge roll of the dice too. It is, and especially since it's pretty much their plan not to be at the top of the draft again after this year, like. They're not going to be in for Bedard. It's not going to happen. And if they get Shane Wright, does that – like, I, I don't have huge, like, hopes for that guy. Like, maybe I'm wrong. And I, maybe we have, like, the number two syndrome, like you talked about, or we're just – it doesn't matter. We can get number two again, and it, it could end up working out for us. But it, it, nobody's going to think that until it does. No. Yeah. Sucks, but. No, it's it, – there's nothing but pessimism. Like, there's no reason for anyone to be optimistic. And I want to be optimistic, but I don't see sure. like, and they, I seen Tippett crashing into the post today, and I'm like, oh fuck! Like on the last game, and then I, like, I think I heard Mercedes on the radio said he's like everybody and their mother would be asking why is that guy even in the game if he was definitely hurt, but then he ended up scoring after that. Yeah, and it was a one timer, which is something that I really wanted to see out of him. Uh, it's like finish. okay, he has a nice shot. 
It was a nice shot. Yeah. I don't know. Good season there, guys. All right. Thanks a lot, Brandon. Uh, We're going to go to Matt, and then we're going to wrap it up. Harrison, Patrick, I know you wanted to get back in, but Jesus, we've gone an hour. Let them live. Uh, Matt, you're live. Hello, Bill. How are you? What's going on tonight, Matt? (laughs) Uh, Not much, man. I... uh... I saw you guys still going when I uh, when I got home, so whatever, fuck it. I thought I'd say hey. So uh, hello, Stefan. Hello, Kelly. Also, Matt. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that was delayed. Holy shit. You. Hey. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, so you know what? I missed the game. Um, and I feel weird because it's like the last time I'll see them for a long time. Um, it's it's kind of sad. It's. I'm sad that it ended this way. Like, I'm looking forward to the playoffs. I wish they were in it. But it's also like, fucking summer vacation. Here we go. But, yeah, <laughs> it's it's sad that this is what it, like, that's what I think about the season, that the season was going to fucking school. Like, that's what it felt like. <laughs> it was uh, maybe more like detention, but I don't know. <laughs> it, uh uh, I don't know if we ever got out of there, but uh, it, it was a fun game, though. Like, they, they tried hard, or it was just kind of like the usual shit we've seen the last few months that they, you know, put out a bit of fire the, the last day to make it fun for the fans. <laughs> was it fun? I don't know if I would say See, it was that, That's fun. all I need to know, that sound effect. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was... A, it was... I felt like this game was, like, a perfect encapsulation of the entire season. It was, like, not very exciting. They didn't play particularly well. The team they were playing didn't play particularly well. It was just, like, a hockey game. And they lost it. Yeah. Like well, many before it. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. Shit, I don't have much more to add here, guys. Just um, whatever. Thought I'd jump in. So thanks again. And uh, I uh, I won't keep you. Have a, have a good summer out there. Thanks, Matt. We're happy to hear from you, Matt. Actually, shit, last in. thing. We, we were talking about this. You guys have draft parties in Philly. We do. What about having a draft party or something similar up here? The border's the, open. At the cottage? No, no, not, not, not the cottage. There, there is a city here. <laughs> that we, we have water and electrical power. Oh, I want to I go to the cottage, though. <laughs> Kelly's just inviting herself over. Yeah, I'm just I'm just coming to hang out at the cottage. And I go everywhere <laughs> Kelly goes, so that's both yeah, of okay. us coming. Okay, okay. All right. So I, I guess this is turning into a draft party. By draft party, I mean Steph and Kelly coming to hang out outside in Canada. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, All right, okay. Anyway, I'll, I'll let you go, guys. You, you have a good one. Bye-bye. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks Matt. Matt. In terms of uh, draft parties in other locations, we wouldn't do one at Broad Street Hockey. Um, but some of my other sites might, like um, Habs Eyes on the Prize, they're probably going to do a draft party in Montreal this year. Um, and I'll probably be coordinating that one as well. Um, and of course, fans from everywhere would be welcome. Um, but yeah, I don't think that we would do one outside of Philly because that's where we are. Well, that's I think where Matt's in are. Winnipeg. Are the Jets doing anything? Uh, no. Nah. No. We have a what Jets we, site? What, we do have a Jets site, but what if we do that thing like, uh, 
when people are watching things in different places and then like you put the crowd up on the big screen, it's like, hey, there's our friends in Winnipeg. It's just like yeah, Matt. We it's all only Matt. <laughs> but we're all watching the draft together. He's just remotely. fishing at the cottage. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if we could do some type of virtual thing. I, I will. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it. Love to give Steph Driver more work. It's my favorite thing. This is at least fun work as opposed to watching game 82 against the Ottawa Senators. All right, guys. <laughs> yeah, game 82 against the Ottawa Senators. Like, the thing the thing that Ava and I did tonight, the charity bartending came up, and she was like, it's, it's next Friday. It was last week. She's like, do you have anything? I was like, it is the Flyers' last game. So, no, I don't have anything. <laughs> it's just That's like- incredible. Some of some of the other teams in the league were playing against, you know, teams that actually were competing or teams that were trying to build momentum going into the playoffs. This was just the shit meeting the dumpster. Shit meeting the dumpster. I don't I don't know. That's what I'm rolling with. <laughs> From when you shit in dumpsters, ago. obviously. What was that? From when you shit in dumpsters, obviously. Oh, yeah, obviously. My my long, sordid history of shitting in dumpsters. All right. I think with that, the shit yeah, in feels dumpsters. Yeah, like, that feels like the end. Yeah. That sorry. Could very, that sorry. could very well be the title of this podcast tonight. <laughs> uh, we're going to wrap it up. We want to thank you all for listening. Thank you for hanging out. And thank you for hanging with us through this garbage fucking season that was 82 games of torture. Now, those first six weren't too bad. Uh, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button. As I keep saying, just because the Flyers are going away doesn't mean we will. Oh, no. Uh, we do shows all throughout the offseason. Kelly's talking about doing Panthers post games. So, Jesus Christ. Good for her. She's a tryhard. Uh, so make sure you subscribe, rate, and review all that stuff. We really appreciate it. We will be back next week with the flagship show. Uh, we'll be doing all sorts of things. So don't worry. We will continue to have all your Flyers podcast needs covered uh, with the Broad Street Hockey podcast and on uh, and over on BroadStreetHockey.com. Uh, just thanks, guys. Thanks. It's been a lot of fun this year. I know the season fucking sucked, but we had fun talking to all of you. I certainly did. I had fun when Kelly and Steph would join me in here on the post games, and uh, we appreciate it. Yeah. We know there's a lot of ways you could be spending your time. There's a ton of Flyers podcasts out there. There weren't when Steph and I started, but no, there are weren't. there are certainly a ton of these podcasts now, uh, and the fact that you hang with us is really great. So we want to thank you. Uh, yeah, and, and that's I, it. I agree. That's... This this group in here and and that listens later, just amazing. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and and listening to our our minds slowly become unhinged as we reach this point. Um, that's, it means, for the longest time, so I referred much. to this as therapy, and now I think it's the opposite. I think it's enabling. <laughs> Well, yeah, but but it's done now. Behavior. It's done. It's done, and we'll we'll cover the crap tomorrow, and then it's like we don't have to think about them again. That's it. All right, and that's it. And uh, so that's it for Steph, for Kelly, 
if you want to listen to more of me, if you haven't, if you're not sick of it, I will be on Sports Radio WIP from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Saturday night. So be sure to check that out. Uh, yeah, that's it. My name is Bill Matz for Steph, for Kelly. Have a great off season, everybody.